Hello, everybody, and welcome to PTF Podcast, The Jump Net. My name is Corporal Jay Pearson. I'm here with Sergeant M. Ryan and PFC Jay Hansen. Um, and today we're having a holiday theme episode. Um, we're going to be talking about a few things, but largely a lot of it is going to be about how the Paramount Task Force and other Army units um, are affected by these holiday seasons. Um, Ryan has been in this unit for a much longer time than me. And I feel like he can probably give a better explanation about how the PTF is changed and ad- how we have adapted to the holiday seasons. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I'll go ahead and talk on that. For me, at least, obviously, most of the years we have the winter stand down, which is fine, cool. But honestly, it's not about the operations that really makes the winter stand down important. It's the time we just spend with each other. Because even just today, the past few days, I've been hopping on TeamSpeak as soon as I get off work. You know, I'm done with college and stuff like that. I'll get on, and there's five to ten guys just sitting in the TeamSpeak, chilling out, playing games, War Thunder, DMZ, stuff like that. Like, you didn't see that a few months ago in the middle of the year, October, November, September. You didn't see guys just chilling in the TeamSpeak like that at 2 or 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Definitely not. And just playing games. So I think the winter stand down, especially this time of year, it's really important for everybody to like get together and like have fun with each other and kind of like hang out, opposed to you know focusing on Arma as a you know as a game and an environment. It's about you know really getting together and trying to you know engage in the environment, the community, and like bring everybody back together for the holidays and stuff like that before we really hit the grind again, come the new year. And that's what really like sticks out every single year is just the fact that how much the community like bonds every winter stand down, regardless of us not having official operations or official trainings. Or anything like that. The, the community is like very large during the holiday season because nobody at school works are usually, you know, cut short. And it's like, it's fantastic. So people have more time to play games and hop on. Definitely. I mean, <laughs> uh, especially because right now, I mean, that new War Thunder up- update just came out. Uh, so everybody's oh, yeah. rushing and playing. And I, I guess it's a pretty good update. I should bust them. I'm on battle rank. Like, Dropped to F16 so. and the MiG 29. Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> you don't get Nathan, first of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean the the PTF has definitely had a lot more games that are just not just Arma being played recently. Um, I just got into Hearts of Iron Four, um, which apparently is a somewhat big game in the PTF. Uh, yeah, people love that. Hearts of Iron. Yeah, I didn't know that until like today when I completely legally bought the game, um, and 100 legally purchased it and with with legal tender. Oh, um, that's that's cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, it it definitely affects us. I, I feel like almost positively this winter stand down and the holiday seasons. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, getting away from the grind, at least for S7, the guys I know. You know, it's every week in and out, getting the squad set up, getting them going together, get them trained, then trainings, and then PRTs, stuff like that. The winter stand-down is pretty much a break from all that. I mean, sure, everybody still does some things, but it's not required anymore. You can you can do the PRTs every Thursday, sure, if we got guys, but it's not as rigorous if you had them during the weeks of November, October, September. It's more of like, hey, everybody's just chilling out. You know, I got more time. You know, work's not going on. School's kind of done for the year. You know, I'll hop on and do your PRT. I'll hop on and do your training. It's not a big deal. Whereas a month ago, everybody's trying to balance their, you know, work life, school life, regular life, and then trying to fit a PRT in here at 7 p.m. on a Thursday. So it's, it's a lot more relaxed. People kind of like hang back and kind of enjoy it more doing stuff 
even if it is in Ottawa, taking that time out during the holiday season, because it's not so stressful. And it's not the fact that it's us doing the winter stand down. It's more of just how the winter season goes. But the winter stand down definitely helps because people aren't threat like, pressured into feeling like they have to be there a Sunday. But they're available on Sunday, so they're going to show up anyway and have a good time. Yeah, definitely. And, like, I, I'm, I'm surprised that even anybody is going to my mini-op later today. Uh, I'm recording this on Wednesday, and uh, I have a mini-op. And it's, you know, right before uh, Christmas, which I'm guessing is one of the bigger holidays in our in our unit. Man said um, he guesses. I'm guessing. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's it's that I'm surprised that even anybody's going. Um, but there's, yeah. you know, guaranteed four people, probably more. So yeah, that's not a bad turnout. Yep. It comes a small money up. Yeah. But, for a Wednesday, at least. I mean, shit. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for a um, Wednesday, that's pretty all right. <laughs> um, and really the, the BTF plays a lot of different games. Um, uh, we, we, we've kind of touched on this before, but, uh, farming simulator 2020, apparently that was huge. I'm glad that I missed that one, but. Yeah, Farms uh, from 2020, I heard that was pretty big. Um, War Thunder has been an on and off kind of thing for a few years now. It's been pretty big overall. Um, recently, this year, Star Citizen has been pretty big with a few of the guys. People love Star Citizen right now. Definitely. A lot of the updates coming out for that. Um, the, the new Modern Warfare is definitely hitting with a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. But for those guys, it's really a bounce between War Thunder and DMZ or like other you know, Call of Duty game modes. But like they're trying to get a lot more direct action, kind of like a lot of quick you know, kind of combat, kind of uh, you know, the the chemical dumps in your brain coming out of those kind of games while they have the time to actually enjoy it and spend a lot of time getting that, you know, release. Yeah. And I, I personally kind of suck at War Thunder. Uh, and I suck at a lot of these other games. So I'm not a lot of things. I'll be honest. I suck at a lot of things. Um, but I'm a great JTAC, obviously, but uh... (laughs) (laughs) you cannot cap about that. (laughs) <laughs> I legit almost uh, I'm not even going to mention it I'm not even going to mention it you, uh, you, you, you know that's Cap <laughs> no um, one is good at War Thunder bro no there's, there's only luck in that game exactly exactly I'm that's, using that's, excuse facts, that's facts y'all see my pre- you all see my recent clip right uh, I haven't y'all gotta not. watch that clip alright I'll, I'll watch it after the podcast Yeah, you, you need to um, that's good. also during the winter stand down uh, recruitment has hit uh, highest, and I'm guessing this happens every year. Uh, this is my first year in recruitment, but um, literally just this early, early this week, we had four new recruits, and then I believe the next day we had two more come in. So yeah. I mean, we're we're really filling out uh, two, three especially. Uh, yeah, we got our, uh, five new recruits. Five new recruits. Five. Yeah, which that was compared to like what the four that you had before. Uh, we didn't have any recruits, but we had like. Uh, around five members, five active members. If you're not including, you know, command and uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I'm looking yeah. at two three right now. Two three in Discord. All the guys who are active in Discord right now are all recruits. Yeah, no, I mean, literally, <laughs> really, uh, two three is full of recruits right now. Um, which is a good thing. I mean, we're putting new blood into the unit, especially in the weapons to, uh, yeah, squad. Yeah. But yeah, the holiday season and really any holiday where a Steam sale goes on. Is really big for Arma and really big for Arma 3 units because people, especially in the holiday season, especially right now, you know, people, as I mentioned, we have t- plenty of time off to play games. People are looking for new games. They're looking at the Steam sales. Oh, Arma 3, that's on sale. People love Arma 3, you know. Maybe I'll buy that. You know, what's in Arma 3? You know, it's kind of a military sim. Maybe I'll check out some websites and videos. 
and they'll catch maybe somebody else's videos or our videos or any videos that kind of highlight Milsim. You're like, God dang, you know, Milsim seems pretty cool. I want to try to get into that. And as soon as they go start looking, they'll start finding the units, the top units, you know, oh, yeah. us, the other ones, whatever, whichever ones they are. When I went to join this unit, I go around. When I went to join this unit, um, I literally just looked up Marine, and this was the first unit that popped up. Man, so, Google Marine. I didn't Google. I went into the uh, the the uh, <laughs> Interactive clan. Google list Marine whatever. right now. Yeah, no, nah, this Marine. Uh, PT, uh, I didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. But um, I I looked that up, and this is the first one that popped up. So we're obviously doing something right in the S five and trying to get us pushed in to the top. You know what I mean? Um, but keep on going. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's definitely most of the part. Like as soon as like a steam steam sales hit armor hard because like as soon as steam sales hit is like half off, seventy five percent off. Like armor goes for cheap on these sales. People are like, wow, that's a big freaking game for. 15 bucks for 20 bucks, and I get all these DLCs in this pack for another yeah. 10 bucks, another 20 bucks. They're buying this stuff, not just, just to f- spend the money at some point, but then they get interested. Like, what can I do with this game? They'll hop in, play some King of the Hill. They'll play the campaign for a little bit, but then they'll start looking for videos. Like, what does Armor 3 have to offer? And as I said, they'll find videos, our videos, other people's videos. People make their way to units from a certain point in time. It's all the butterfly effect, and we just don't know how it you know starts. But they, most people end up here when they buy armor, you know, depending on what they like. P- some people, yeah, they do, they do the King of the Hill, they do the campaign, they kind of like edge off, like, oh, that's all that's all it was, it was fun, it was all right. People who are actually enjoying the game, they will find their way to an armor 3 Milsim unit at some point, I guarantee it. Definitely. And really, we're we're kind of the apex of that, in my opinion, because we, we really value realism, but not full realism. And that's really my... my greatest driving factor of why i would say we're one of the better units out there is because we know when we need to be realistic and we know when we can kind of slack off on that a little bit and just have fun um which i've heard that a lot of other units don't have that and i'll tell you a little bit about how i joined the ptf i bought the game because my friend um was saying oh you should get this we're gonna play all the time such a great game uh about a month later we still hadn't played together but i'd finished the campaign like three times and uh, I didn't even touch. You played that thing three times. I know it's horrible. I'm calling yeah. the CIA right now. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I know. Speed dial. Hold on. But um, I, I played through it three times, just trying to figure out how to play the game right. Because it's definitely a tougher game to learn than just Call of Duty or something like that. Because there's so many inputs. <laughs> Literally calling. Right now. <laughs> Is that your basis? No, hold on. Of I'm dialing the president. Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. But, but really, I mean, I I just was trying to figure out, okay, what what can I do in Arma? And uh, I hadn't even played King of the Hill. I hadn't played any like the actual like server games um, ever. I still haven't. But um, I found a unit and I started playing. And I went through uh, PRT with Ferrara and kind of learned the basics that I completely missed from that fantastic. Just in case Bohemia is listening, that fantastic, one hundred percent great campaign that they created. Um, you just stopped the capping. I'm calling the president of Ukraine right now. <laughs> I can't have this. Uh, <laughs> bro, Zelensky. <laughs> um, but uh, I, Farrar put me through that PRT, and I ended up getting slotted in 1-2. And, um, I mean, I, I learned a lot, and uh, now this is my main game that I play. 
uh, I'd rather play this than pretty much everything. So uh, it's definitely if if someone's listening who hasn't bought Arma and they're just trying to figure out a little more about it, it is a hundred percent worth it. I can tell you that right now because it's not just the game. Sure, the game is t- from twenty thirteen. It's old. Oh, it's probably bad. And the mechanics, I'm not going to lie, they can be a little buggy sometimes. Um, but it's more of the things that you can do in the game with the mods and with the people. It's fantastic. I mean, most people's favorite time point in time is when you can find a way to launch an M1A1 Abrams tank 50 freaking you know, meters in the air. Yeah, my, my first you, mini up, I did that. Mm-hmm. My, my first mini up. I, I took uh, one of those black SUVs. And I just yeah. rammed it into a tank, and the tank Bruh. was fine. SUV was fine. No, <laughs> the, the Anzac frigate is so much fun. Firing yeah. that freaking hundred twenty something cannon. Oh yeah, from like kilometers away and just blowing away a platoon. That is just amazing. Oh yeah. Um, and kind of shifting focus a little bit away from the holiday seasons. Uh, we do have someone new here. We have Hanson, and uh, Hanson hasn't really told you anything about himself. Uh, he's piped up a couple times, but. Hansa, I want you to go ahead and use this opportunity to kind of tell the people at home uh, a little bit about yourself and uh, your history with the, uh, with the PTF. Well, I joined around June, early June. Uh, I'm the newest one here, I'm pretty sure. So yep. the this is the first winter and especially the kind of Christmas layoff that uh, I'm experiencing. It's certainly an interesting thing because, of course, the people are playing a lot of more games, especially not Arma, um, Hoi 4, things like that. And the unit is not really dead, but I would say it's more of a relaxed mood because, you know, you have the small meetings, you have the just check-ins from uh, your units... Things like that. I joined this unit. This is my second unit, to be fair. It's definitely a different experience from, let's say, a more relaxed unit, which I feel like more people would be accustomed to, since more people would prefer a relaxed experience in Arma over a more milsim forward. But as stated, this is my second unit. My first one shut down within like a month, and then I stopped playing Arma for a year. I joined this unit, I'm pretty sure, just by searching in the Bohemia forums for like the largest group. I found this one. I was like, okay, I'll try it. I went through the recruitment process by Pearson. He had a terrible mic. Uh, I did. Is this the same mic you have? currently no it's a completely different microphone okay but it sounded like it was from the 1940s and he was in a radio show so it sounded absolutely terrible i did the basic training i was put in one three i'm pretty sure and then forced into two three and now i'm in cat so that's basically which is is still two three but it's it's for anybody who doesn't know is combined anti-armor team i believe Something like that. Yeah. And uh, it's it's basically just mortars and javelins and big guns and that make things. Humvees. Different. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. The tow missile Humvees. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Only lost which, that thing once, and it was yeah. because Stoney was driving it. Well, when Stoney's driving, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're, you're fairly new here, so you definitely have a different perspective than you know me or Ryan. Um, so, and I asked this to everybody in an interview, but this is a little different for you. But if you were to try and get somebody into the unit, you're one of your friends, you want to say, hey, uh, I found this unit. How would you ask them to join? What do you say as your pitch to? Well, I did bring a friend into the unit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he didn't want to do the training, so he got kicked out. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, But I literally just asked him, do you want to join this ARMA unit? Because uh, we kind of were playing ARMA with our little friend group. And I was just like, do you want to do this? Because we were using the exact same mod pack. So it, it just seemed easy to tell him to join. He joined. He went through the process. We got put in 2-3 together. He had a fun time through most of the ops. Uh, to put into context, he was he joined at the kind of middle point of the Cuba op. So it was... And his first op was the one where we basically did nothing, and it was our first time using cat. So gotcha. a few hiccups. Definitely. Growing pains. A few. <laughs> AKA all three Vicks blew up at the exact same time. And he got knocked out and fell on the ground for a little sleepy time. But that's about mm-hmm. that's his experience. He had a fun time up until he was forced to do some trainings. So I I feel like that's kind of a turn turning off point for a lot of people. You know, like you have to do this and you have to do that. Like trainings, for example. But yeah. besides that, yeah, he had a decent time. That's good. Um, and um, really, it, whenever you're bringing somebody in... Um, a lot of the times they're just joining because they want to be with their friends and they don't understand the commitment because it definitely is a commitment to join the PTF uh, every Sunday. And depending on what you, what, what are you doing? If you're in mag, then it's on uh, Saturdays, but if you're in normal stuff, it's on, you know, Tuesdays for trainings and uh, not everybody can make that every week. So it's definitely tough to make that schedule. If you're not, if you don't just love the unit, if you don't want to just hang out with everybody, because for me, anyways, it's I like to hang out with these people because it, it, I like playing the game, and these people are, you know, friends in the game, and I, I see it as that. I don't see it as uh, I'm hopping on to go play this game with a whole bunch of strangers. Uh, so especially when someone's a recruit, I, I'm guessing at least that they're just they're hopping on. Um, that they see their one friend and they're hanging out with that one friend. And uh, it's just, it's, it's a worse experience than just playing with a whole bunch of people that would be your friend. Well, if I joined I, without knowing anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly, I would prefer doing that. And that, yeah, that's what I mean. It was definitely an interesting thing because I got uh, put in with Scarlet, which at the mm-hmm. time he was, the, he was in the same, uh, basic training kind of uh, squad that I was in or class, I mean. Yeah. And 
we had some sort of we had like a little friendship and uh then he had to of course go into LOA yep and you know it, it was a it was definitely a way to make friendships early on at least to know the people you're going to be playing up to like 5 hours a week with yeah so yeah it's the unit is something different because you get to meet a lot of interesting people i feel like mm-hmm. that's the word to describe a lot of people in this unit we're definitely interesting Havel. oh god he's very interesting <laughs> giving away his phone number and then lost calling him oh god uh, we, we can talk about this later but uh i, I feel like a good uh, interesting person here's ryan uh he's, he's a very very interesting person um He's, he's very interesting. He he just showed uh, not too long ago. He was in a video call with me, and he had his shirt off, and uh, that was that was very interesting. Um, but I, I'm going to go ahead and shift focus again here to uh, the recent operations with White as the new NCOIC, or, or actually, yeah, the NCOIC of S, uh, S3, which is our operations. That's our Zeusing. That's setting up all of the operations. Have y'all felt about these recent operations? Uh, and obviously, it's kind of been a little bit tough since we're, we've been stuck on Trenaris, but what are your thoughts? So I went to the most recent one, our last stop. It was certainly, I feel like there was a difference. I don't know how to put it because I only experienced this one op that White put. So... I feel like it was a bit more slower pace, at least from two threes perspective. Then again, we mainly sit in the back. So it's all, it's okay. You know, yeah. there's of course improvements as he is new. I don't rem- Can you remind me when uh, he took this position? This was uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, I can't remember exactly when, but uh, I believe it was the last operation of the last campaign until now. But. Okay, so like, yeah, I can see there's definitely room for improvement, but then again, he just took up the position. Yeah, um, a bit more slower pace, but yeah. that's always that. As Wade said, he wants to put it, the unit in more of a slower pace, which I I'm all for. I guess I I do want to see how that slower pace turns out. Definitely, but no, no, you can go on. Good. Oh, well, a slower pace would definitely be more interesting, seeing how a few ops ago we were basically running for our lives in one Humvee in some random island in Denmark. So until it comes to that slower uh, pace ops, I don't really know what to say. But as a kind of way to describe... White's ops, it's definitely appropriate to say that they're a bit slower pace. I agree. Um, and really, I, I've actually enjoyed these operations a lot. Uh, last operation, I had a lot of computer issues, um, but the the other the one the other ones I've gone to. Uh, first off, White's been doing many ops for forever, and they've always been pretty good. Um, they've always been fun, and for the large for. The, a lot of it, I feel like it's been very large scaled. So she's already had a lot of that sort of training to to 
be a really great S3 person. Um, so a lot of these operations are sort of similar to what I've noticed in previous operations that she's Zeus does. Um, but I, I've noticed that they've obviously been slower, but these slower paced operations also give me time to kind of sit down and to think as a JTAC and think and find targets. And um, especially as a JTAC, I have four radio channels and uh, all four of them a lot of times are going off at the same time. So you have to kind of split your brain four ways to where you can actually think about all these different things that are, that are being set. So being able to kind of go slower and to think about what's actually going on, to think uh, logically and tactically is incredibly important. Um, so for, from the tactical side of things and from the logic side of things, the slower operations definitely work in your favor. Um, but in the, in just the meat grinder, just, you know, going and uh, clearing every door, fast paced, you know, uh, high speed, low drag t- type stuff. Um, I feel like there definitely will be those operations, but I feel like they're going to be less common as they have been in the past. Because I, I remember, especially in like the Farcar Valley, uh, we were in, a, or was it Farcar? I can't remember what valley. It was um, when we were in Iran. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. That, that, that campaign was just, it was a lot of times just a meat grinder. A lot of it's just open area. And then as soon as you get in the city, it's super condensed. Um, and so th- there's been a lot of those sorts of styles of operations recently to where there's just so much going on and you're just pushing through it and you're pushing and you're pushing and, you know, it's, it's fast paced, you're clearing all this stuff. So this is a nice change of pace. Um, and it's something that I have appreciated. Um, and really, I mean, we did, um, I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was the first operations last campaign when we were on Trenoris. Um and we were at you know like Sniper Mountain and all that, uh which was fun if anybody's a Daisy fan out there. Um but just being able to call in those V twenty twos to go land in a big open field. We found a nuke and we found all this stuff. Uh and I believe McAllister tried to press buttons on it. Um, <laughs> um but it was just there was so much going on and there was definitely the fast paced parts of it, but it didn't feel like the entire campaign. You're just clearing and you're doing this and that. There's a lot of, you know, running over open areas and it was, it was very balanced is what I felt. Uh, and that was balanced in both the, the mag way and also the actual ground force pyramid task force way. Uh, Ryan, do you have any thoughts on that? Awesome. Great. Honestly, they've been fantastic. They've highlighted the fact that a lot of our operations are based more on the decisions of the command rather than how Zeusing goes. Because I can tell White knows how to Zeus. White knows what we want from Zeusing. White Zeus is the way that everybody in the unit wants it. The NCOs, the lower guys, everything, that's how they want it. So any anything that's come out of these past few ops, I can guarantee you anything, you know, regardless. Zeusing has been solid. Anything negative, positive, anything really comes from command from the squad leaders to the platoon the company you know that's really where it comes from now because white knows what he's doing white knows how to excuse me white knows how to zeus white knows what everybody's expecting what everybody wants or however it plays it so if things go wrong or if things go fantastically right that's all up to command that's all i can say about that you know things are the way that we try to go around it 
and White does something like this, and then we do something completely opposite and get ourselves screwed, that's just how things go, you know? And just like Ryan said, uh, a lot of the time the, the NCOs and the lower enlists and all that, uh, a lot of the time our sorts of thoughts and our sorts of operations are kind of overlooked in a lot of units. Um, and White does a great job of making sure that's right and making sure that the actual operation is going to be a, a fun thing for everybody from command to just the private or even the recruit that hasn't even gone through PRT yet. Uh, everybody's going to end up having fun in this operation. And uh, I, I've definitely noticed that, and I've definitely noticed a huge shift. Um, but unless anybody has anything else to say, uh, any other Statements or anything? Uh, I'm going to go and cack this off. Anybody? No, we're all pretty solid. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, everybody's going to have a everybody's been a great week. I've had a great fucking year. This has been a great year for the PTF. Yep. Next year's be even better. Uh, hope everybody has a great holiday season. Definitely um, stay safe out there. All that kind of stuff, you know. Yep. And uh, Hanson, uh, just want to remind everyone: safety br- safety briefing is at six. I want you to <laughs> all be there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, drive safe. Maybe. Ice on road, don't drive, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, for watching and listening to the Paramount Task Force podcast, The Jump Net. Uh, everybody have a very happy holidays, and everybody have a fantastic uh, fantastic holiday season. Remember to join the PTF, www.paramounts.com, and then make an account, and then join the Discord, meet one of us, and uh, we'll go ahead and get you through the process. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.